0: Welcome to the Wisdom Journey. If you're new here, Stephen Davey is teaching through the Bible. He's going through all 66 books with a new lesson each weekday. He's currently in the Gospels and is teaching the life of Jesus chronologically. In Luke 10, we meet two sisters, Mary and Martha. They both loved and served the Lord, yet their different priorities gave Jesus an opportunity to teach us the importance of balancing work and worship.
1: A Sunday school teacher asked her kindergarten students what they would do if Jesus came to their home unexpectedly. A little boy raised his hand and said, well, I'd put a Bible out on the coffee table. Well, that's a smart kid. Well, something like that actually happens in the record of Scripture. Today, we're in Luke's Gospel again and at chapter 10, and the Lord unexpectedly shows up at a home in a small village. Well, as we go through this, let me let me break down this surprise visit into three scenes. And I want to call the first scene The Invitation. It opens here in verse 38. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Now, also living in this house is Martha's sister, Mary, Uh, their brother, Lazarus. We met him uh, elsewhere in the Gospels. He also lives here, but he isn't mentioned by Luke. Uh, It's possible he was away at the time. Well, when Martha welcomes Jesus into their home, she's also welcoming all his disciples, and there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed about now. Now, although the traditional full meal is not until later in the day, she's, she's not about to serve crackers and cheese here. So her mind is already racing through a million details all at once. And after everyone's settled and seated, Jesus begins teaching. Verse 39 tells us here that Mary sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. Now, with that, I want to move into the second scene. Let's call this the interruption. Verse 40 tells us that while Mary is listening to Jesus teach, uh, Martha is uh, distracted here with much serving. The word Luke uses for Martha being distracted means to literally be dragged away or, or pulled away mentally and emotionally. See, everybody else is enjoying the Lord's ministry, but Martha has been dragged away by this task that, that does matter. They do need to eat, but not at this moment. You see, Martha's actions weren't wrong. Her attitude was. Now, apparently, up to the point when Jesus determined it was time to teach, uh, Mary had been helping Martha with all the immediate needs of hospitality. But somewhere between uh, chopping the cabbage and, and cleaning the carrots, Martha uh, becomes aware that Mary's gone. She's disappeared. So she goes looking for her, and she spots her sitting, listening, to Jesus. And Martha here literally walks over and interrupts the Lord's lecture. And she says to him here in verse 40, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Well, Martha is being driven, uh, obviously, by her temperament, her nature, what we might call her wiring. Uh, And and her wiring is to to show hospitality, to put on a feast. And, And she just can't Uh, bring herself to offer anybody a sandwich. It has to be a full meal, even though this is not the time of day for it. See, Martha is allowing her pride to govern her gift of hospitality. So here she is. She's pressing full steam ahead in her preparations and serving. And she's missing this incredible moment of learning at the feet of the king of the universe. However, there's another problem buried here in Martha's complaint that surfaces, and frankly, it surfaces in our own lives to this day. She says to Jesus here, tell, tell her then to help me. You see, in essence, what she's saying is what I'm doing is more important than what my sister's doing. Lord, you need to make her serve you like I'm serving you. You need to make her see the need like I do. She needs to think like I do. Don't we at times complain to the Lord just like that? Lord, why can't other Christians think like I do? Why can't they see the needs out there like I do? Why can't they serve you like I'm serving you? This is the spirit of Martha. Now, Martha's passionate about serving her guests well this is an important role, and she's no doubt really good at it. But the reality is she's focused more on herself and her tasks and her desire to serve in her way, and, and she's upset that Mary isn't lending a hand. Well, why isn't Mary helping her serve the guests in, instead of sitting and, and, and listening? Well, there's a principle to learn here. Here it is. Our service to others and to the Lord can be spoiled by a self-centered spirit. See, Martha's suggesting that if Jesus cared about her, he would take her side and tell Mary to get up and leave the classroom and go back in the kitchen and help with the dishes. The original construction, by the way, of this complaint implies that she's expecting the Lord to agree with her. She's expecting the Lord to say, you know what, I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Hey, Mary, why don't you get up and go help your sister in the kitchen? But instead, the Lord moves us into what I'll call scene three, and this is what we could call the instruction. Here in verse 41, But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Now follow this. Martha's problem is focusing on something that at the moment doesn't matter as much as something else. Jesus is not telling her, Martha, everything you've been doing doesn't matter. Now, he's saying, Martha, everything you've been doing is distracting you at this moment from something better. You love to serve, and yes, we need to eat. But right now, we got a little worship service going on in the living room, and, and you're missing out. See, this isn't a problem with her activity. This is a problem with her priority. And it isn't just about the physical meal she's cooking, as helpful as that is, and as much as they're going to enjoy it. It's about this this spiritual meal that Jesus is in the process of delivering. You see, the Lord is giving us all here a a lesson in balance. There's a proper balance between working and worshiping. Beloved, there will always be a thousand responsibilities that are going to keep you from worshiping sitting at the Lord's feet. See, this scene is included in God's Word because the Lord knows we have the same uh, little tug-of-war going on in our own lives between responsibilities and relationship. And often, it's easier to be occupied for Christ than to be occupied with Christ. So Jesus says here in verse 42, Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Now, the Lord is making a play on words here. We need to understand the word for portion is the same word used for a portion of food. In other words, Jesus is saying, Martha, while you're focusing on the portion of food you're providing, Mary is focusing on the meal, the portion of food I'm providing. And, and it's a meal that's going to sustain you throughout life. Now, I find it interesting that we're not told what happened next, but we have every reason to believe that Martha was moved by the rather tender instruction and invitation from the Lord, and about now she sat down next to her sister and received this meal, this word from her Lord. Well, did she learn to serve him? With a better attitude, did she learn to prioritize differently? Did she learn to serve him without expecting others to serve him in the same way? We have a clue over in John chapter twelve, and, and this is a text where Jesus is going to visit their home one last time. We're told that his twelve disciples are with them, and Lazarus has joined uh, his two sisters this time so So their little house is packed again, and it's it's supper time. John says here in verse. 2. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served. Mary took a pound of expensive ointment and anointed the feet of Jesus. (laughs) Martha is still Martha. And Mary was still Mary. Different, unique, but both are lovingly serving their Lord with their own special wiring, their, their gift, their contribution. But at this meal, this time, Martha gave not one word of complaint. Beloved, I think we ought to be a little more like both of these women. In fact, Charles Wesley, uh, the hymn writer, penned some lines of poetry based on this scene. And his hymn called for balance between adopting the best of both Mary's and Martha's service. Some of the lyrics go like this. Faithful to my Lord's commands, I will choose the better part. Serve with Martha's hands and listen with Mary's heart. (laughs) Let's follow that advice. Let's fulfill our responsibilities to the Lord. But at the same time, let's not forget our relationship with the Lord. Let's enjoy our relationship with him and go about our responsibilities as we serve him. Let's serve him and worship him today. Well, until we set sail again on our wisdom journey, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.
0: This is The Wisdom Journey, and your guide through all 66 books of the Bible is Stephen Davey. Stephen has a free resource for you today. It's called When the Answer is No. You'll learn five principles for how you should respond when God says no to your prayers, plans, or dreams. Visit wisdomonline.org forward slash no. That's wisdomonline.org forward slash no. And join us next time to continue the wisdom journey.